Good evening. This is Colonel Reginald Fitzwilliams. Welcome to Gentleman Debate. A program that provides a platform for men of character, both high and low, to discuss and debate topics that range from the most genteel to the utterly horrific. A gathering of both experts in certain circles and those who have just begun to explore the subtleties of intellectual conquest. Idiots. And here is your host for tonight's program, Ethan McNeil, who can best be described as a friend of chaos and a foe to those who have the capacity for good sense. Thank you, Colonel. Hello and welcome all to Gentleman Debate. I'm your host, once again, Ethan. And here are my two gentlemen co-hosts here. We have Cletus. Hello. And we have Fizzywig. Hello. So, how's everyone's day going? I'm doing pretty good. It's uh, Monday, uh, middle of March here in Michigan. A little warmer today in the 40s. I think I say that every week. I keep saying how warm it is when it's when it's actually cold, but... I'm very much looking forward to summer baseball. Spring training has started, and soon, um, soon there'll be flowers. And we just had daylight savings time, so I think we're all going to be a little tired today. But I'm doing good. Well, that, that's very interesting, Fizzywig. Uh, but um, I, I currently live on Mars, but uh, it, Mars. It's, it's an interesting experience. Yeah. So I heard that um, SpaceX wasn't going to even have um, equipment to Mars until 2024. And then the first manned uh, folks were going to get to Mars in 2026. What, what are you How doing? How in the heck? How in the heck did you get to Mars? Explain to me. How well, did this happen? Well, all right. Because of my vast knowledge and experience with rockets, I built one in my backyard. It was it was a big rocket. I put all the good supplies in there. I got some potato chips. I got my tent. I got my my oxygen. I got I got my giant space chute. I got my car, and uh, that yeah. Now, now I'm living here. So oh, okay. So you use the rocket equation to understand aerospace technology, so you could go to the moon. Yes. So uh, Mar- Mars, not the moon, Cletus. What? So so Ethan, I know in the last episode you mentioned something about mushrooms. Um, you haven't been uh, consuming any of those mushrooms, have you? Well, yeah, but oh boy, that ain't good for you. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell I, you it, it a personal really story though. here. I had a friend back in junior high that would eat mushrooms in class, Miss Mrs. Gilgaham's classroom. <laughs> Gilgaham. Gilgaham. And I would raise my hand and say, "Miss Gilgaham, look at Jimmy. He needs help." And he was. Sitting on the ground, foaming up in the mouth, and he had an overdose and died right there in sixth grade. <laughs> Stop. We, we still don't know to this day what I, he was on. Uh, I think I would have read about a, a, a kid overdosing on mushrooms in a Miss Gilgaham's class. I don't. Well, you know what's interesting? I think in being intoxicated, like I know intox- being intoxicated it can be deadly, like poor Jimmy in Miss Gilgaham's class. And, and I know it also can make you hallucinate, like Ethan, who believes he is on Mars. I, um, I am. I really am. I literally, I can look outside right now, and then, and then there's space. Right. I got to walk outside. I got to farm with my own crap. It's not fun. <laughs> are, you, 
<laughs> Are you sure you're not watching the movie The Martian by chance? No. What's that? What's The Martian? So what are we well, talking about? All this, uh, all this Mars goobly gack. Well, Arcletus, how are you? Well, I had a pretty good, pretty good week last week. Did nothing. Just kind of went with the flow. Did what I had to do, like you're supposed to. Cletus, I'm what a straight we, and narrow this week. What do you do, Cletus? Yes. What do you well, do on your uh, normal day? I wake up, I get in my car, I drink some coffee, I go to work, and I come home. What, what's your work? I, I work at a plant. You work at a plant? You, well, yes. Plants. Interesting. Well, I'll tell you. It's, it's the Michigan Assembly plant. Yeah. Oh, Pretty. Oh, so you you assemble things? I do. I do assemble things. I'm right. I'm 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 in charge of the right the right front headlight with the the mountain plate for it. I have to bolt that in. The quick oh, well. so you <laughs> make I'm all all bolted in. Is that, is that what it sounds like? Your little your bolt, bolt gun? My bolt gun. Your air gun? Yes. Pretty pretty good job. Just sit there and eat ice cream. And well, <laughs> well ice cream. Okay. On on the topic of uh, job today, we we have a very uh, peculiar topic. It it does have to do with jobs. It's time a topic for debate. I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit my opponent's youth and inexperience. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. You mentioned the Navy, for example, and that we have fewer ships than we did in 1916. Well, Governor, we also have fewer horses and bayonets. And I will tell you, it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, uh, uh, what's the third one there? Let's it's time for a topic for debate. Today, it's a uh, very interesting topic having to do with people's either good or bad choices. So the topic is, you ready for this? Yep. Yep. All right. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's what job you could do while, while drunk, effectively. It's, and I know. Ooh. It's pretty interesting. interesting. <clears throat> so what job you could still do effectively? Oh, I know my answer. While you're hammered. All right, all right, all right. I got mine. I got mine. Doing a podcast right now. <laughs> I, now, well, that 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 brings up my question, Ethan. When you say drunk, do you mean intoxicated of any kind, like mushrooms or uh, cocaine or? No, 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 like alcoholism. Drunk. Just alcohol. Just just no, drunk. On I'll alcohol. tell you. I'll tell you. The engine block guys at my plant. They come back every single day after lunch, completely wasted, <laughs> completely. Snap a finger in front of their hands, 10 seconds later, they'd be like, huh? <laughs> and look side to side. They'll just sit there. They slap down the engine block. Nah, 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 nah. Well, anyway, that doesn't, doesn't matter. So so just, just note, next time you're driving in your blank car, <laughs> It was probably assembled by some guy that was hammered. Sounds like Cletus has stated his position. Yes, it has. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. well, now that uh, Cletus has stated his position already, let's go with fizzy wigs. Well, uh, Ethan, 
Um, I've always been fascinated by this story that I heard on the making of Jaws about um, Robert Shaw giving probably one of the best speeches of all time in the movies, which is the Indianapolis speech about um, delivering the bomb, the sharks uh, eating his, uh, his fellow sailors, his fellow comrades. And I always thought that um, I heard like there was one day that he did it when he was completely drunk, Robert Shaw, and then the next day he did it when he was sober. So I, I'm guessing that in certain cases, an actor being drunk or hammered would be a huge advantage and they could still do their work effectively. So I'm, I'm going to my position is an actor can do their job drunk. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think that's, that's probably true. But I mean, like, if I were Hector, I'd probably drink all the time, if I'm going to be honest. I mean, seriously, you got all that work to do every single day. Work? That's not, acting isn't work. That's yes, like fun. Yes, it is. That's fun. That's, that's I mean, like playtime. Yeah, sometimes it's fun, but repeating <clears throat> the same lines over and over again, oh no, that does not sound fun. They make a lot of money to just do a bunch of nonsense. So what's your uh, position, Ethan? Well, I'm going to have to go off of uh, one of... One of the most reasonable ones. I'm going to have to go with a bartender. Ah. Yeah. Usually, like, 90% of the time when a bartender is at, um, is, like, bartending, he'll be drinking while actually, like, serving drinks. Because usually his, like, entire job is basically to serve alcohol and get as much tips as he can. So if he's drinking and talking with his patrons then it's, like, pretty easy to actually do his job. So I feel like intoxicated while doing bartending sounds like a pretty good idea. Well, I'll tell you, bartenders' jobs are easier. Easier than assembling engines while drunk? Yes. I'd imagine that would be dangerous. Well, what's more dangerous? Pouring a little bit of Coca-Cola and some cherry-flavored vodka? In some, in a, to a glass, well, or well, holding well, together an engine. Coca-Cola well, right. and cherry favorite vodka. What well, kind of drinking you doing, Cletus? We haven't stated our. What all the weird people drink? All them, all them city folk. Ah, uh, well, now that we got our position stated, let's uh, let's state our arguments. So, uh, why don't we start off with Cletus? Well, I'll tell ya. You know when you're so blatantly hammered that you snap a finger in front of him and you basically just fall over uh no because i've never been drunk that bad before well i'll tell you that's what these guys are like you so snap snap nothing so cletus if you're snapping a finger in front of their face and they fall over how are they even using the motor skills to assemble an engine that's they, what i'm saying are they just on autopilot i don't I, I guess that they do it effectively and they do wow. it well it is Put them together. Like, just sit there. The second you try to talk to them, do you think it's the repetitive nature of their uh, line of work that causes them to drink? That's my guess. It's like the assembly line. I don't know, but all I know is they do a hell of a good job. Mm. Is that why my engine stops working? My uh, little Martian rover here. And uh, for some reason, the engine keeps malfunctioning. Well, it could be them dust storms. Oh, that's probably that's true. true. There's a lot of sand and dust on Mars, and yeah, the one of the first, a lot one of, of first, actually, one like, of the Mars rovers actually went down due to that. So here's a true story. Unlike Ethan's mushroom-induced fantasy, I whoa, I, I was a bartender in college, and I actually worked very close to an engine plant, and this is a true story. And every day 
I think it was around, it was right around 11.30 and went till one, the factory workers would come in and I would literally have to have two bottles of beer and a couple of shots waiting for them because they only had a half an hour for lunch. And they would come in and they would just pound down the beers and get right back to work. And I was always worried about, you know, drunk driving and that. But um, but I can attest that I remember it was an engine plant and they, they would drink pretty heavily at lunch. I'm telling you. Well, we have witness report then. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. as far as them being effective, you know, engine assembly, I imagine, is not an easy job. It is not. It probably isn't because you have to literally put parts like one at a time in very specific places. And yeah. and like robots are taking over their jobs too, so because they're more effective. Yeah, you don't have to pay health care for robots. It's what my boss keeps telling me. It's like so Cletus, you don't do your job well, you're turning one of them robots. Don't have to pay health care for no robot. So Cletus, I'm I'm looking up an article here on motorone.com, www.motorone.com. And this is an article from March 21st, 2017. And the article is stated, intoxicated BMW line workers pass out and cause $1.06 million production loss. And um, so I'm just going to read a little bit of it if you guys will have it. Yeah, except them, them, that's them Germans. We ain't German. Well, I think these two happen to be from Poland, but let, let, so... Oh, the duo, they're from Eastern Europe. Oh. Yes, yeah, so the, the duo drank copious amounts of alcohol. So this happened in BMW's Munich production plant. They had to stop operation for nearly an hour. So according to it, the duo drank copious amounts of alcohol and then smoked synthetic marijuana in their locker rooms. And shortly after, it was, and this was like at night, this is 1040 at night, they fell unconscious and their colleagues had to cause an, call an ambulance. Um, they were both from Poland, and then they had a high amount of alcohol uh, in their blood, and they actually had to be uh, taken to a clinic for further treatment. One of them was fired, and the other one, they just moved them to a different location. Neat. I mean, I mean, if it was in Poland, I, I mean, I would expect... No, 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 much. it was in Munich. It was in Munich. So there's a, you know, I've been to Munich, and there's a lot of, you know, beer houses over there. But I'll tell you, they also were smoking the marijuana. Yes, they were. And they that were. is not alcohol. That is not yeah. my argument. And it also doesn't oh. make very sleepy. So. Now, th this part wasn't written in the article, and I'm just making it up. They After they drank the smoked marijuana, they were so hungry, they ate one of the bumpers off of a BMW. I should have known. That's why my BMW didn't show up with a bumper. Neat. <laughs> well, now that we've got over to... Uh, to Cletus's argument. Why don't we go over Fizzywig's argument here? Let's, so let's hear I, it. I'm just going to say that an actor, I think assembling an engine in a plant is a lot more challenging or a lot more difficult than acting, especially if you're acting drunk. You know, there's a lot of movies where the actors were acting drunk, and then there's I'm, I'm sure there's other ones where they didn't necessarily like their co-stars or they had to kiss an ugly fella or ugly uh, actress. I shouldn't discriminate and you Nicholas know they would, Cage. well yes so i'm sure you know they they'd almost in certain instances have to get drunk but it didn't impact their performance like with robert shaw it actually enhanced his performance unlike a uh an engine worker who more than likely you're going to wind up with a lot of recalls there with bad engines i'll tell you no i'll tell you you really think like you, you really think that'd be the case but it's not it ain't the case because uh most of the time 
they'll be they'll be working drunk almost every day. They come in completely hammered every single day. Snap, snap, nothing. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I just they just do. <laughs> well, well, um, that, that's so, very interesting, Cletus. So I'm gonna have to look this up, Cletus. I, I this is a pretty uh, strong accusation here about um, uh, drinking on the assembly line. Well, um, now that we got your guys' arguments out of the way, I, I guess I should support mine. Um, well, now that Cletus, we have uh, we have uh, the drunken assembly line workers and actors who are literally supposed to be doing professional arts are literally acting while drunk, and. Um, for mine, I actually have a job, which is basically you get more money for drinking with your patrons. What's so I, I, I'm, I'm just saying you're literally in your fear of bartender. You're probably going to be drinking with your patrons and talking to them so you can get more tips. So you can get to know them. Usually whenever like you hear the stereotypical tavern in like a fantasy story or in some and in like a book or something. Usually the bartenders, the one who hears all the rumors because he's usually talking to his patrons all the time. And the best way to actually like to get to understand them is to drink with them. So I feel like if you're intoxicated most of the time, it would actually like basically you'd come to a consensus with this person, with the other intoxicated person that like you understand them. So Ethan, I actually was a bartender and um, I, I'd often work with this old fireman and this old fireman, right when he'd get on the job, right when he showed up to bartend, he would get out a glass and he'd fill it to the brim with uh, whiskey. And he would start the night off by drinking a whole glass of whiskey. And I can tell you, firsthand proof, within within an hour, he was completely useless. He couldn't pour a drink. It's probably he, because he poured an entire glass of whiskey. I mean, who says you can't Yeah, this is beer? completely hammered. Completely. I mean, that that's like you're drinking like an blood alcohol twenty eight percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, pouring, so pouring a drink and assembling an engine compared to just spouting off some words off a script, I think that's a lot more challenging. Well, literally, okay. If you're acting, you're probably going to be doing a lot of jumping and physical, and you're also going to have to speak lines and memorize them. Well, if somebody's to... slurring their words and falling over, I would expect that. They can't well, really memorize their lines very well. Well, it doesn't have to be Avengers or like, uh, you know, uh, Star Wars or anything. It just no. could be a romantic comedy where they're just babbling on. And in Jaws, you know, Robert Shaw wasn't jumping over stuff. He was just, you know, I guess he got eaten by a shark in it. But He didn't uh, say very much anyways. Oh, no, he was talking through the whole movie. He was singing. He was. Also, he was pretty much acting drunk the entire time. But like most of the lines were improvised because they every time they tried to make him say something, like he basically said something else completely, and it just turned out fine that way. Yeah, I heard I heard about this online that he basically improvised most of his lines because he was so drunk. Oh, well. yeah. And 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 I know so Cletus, are, are you're saying these gentlemen that you uh, that you see uh, on the job, you're saying that they're fine. Because you said you waved your your hands in front of their face and they couldn't even uh, they couldn't operate. Phys- physically, they looked terrible, like they blacked out drunk. But what they were doing, it passed quality inspection. And I'll tell you, quality inspection that is 
one frugal thing. Like they don't let frugal. one mistake through. They don't want one mistake, and but, they bolt everything in properly, and nothing's done wrong. But they have guys that are uh, that are drinking and uh, smoking pot, and they're still assembling engines. Well, that's probably because they're smoking pot, and obviously they're still assembling. If they well, I mean, if you did the same job, job, if you did the same job for forty years, over and over again, I think you get pretty good at it too. And um, Fizzywig, you also said that they one of the guys who was smoking cannabis and actually fell asleep on the job, they just moved him to another factory. So obviously he's useful for something. Obviously. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of just muscle memory, too. Supposedly, yeah. when you're drunk, like you still have muscle memory. So you, you do stuff that you remember. I would think that like they literally just have the muscle memory to remember to actually put the car together. Jeez, but I mean, in the modern assembly line, I, I've, I've uh, visited a couple of assembly lines. Um, I took a tour of the um, of the the Ford F-150 assembly plant. And these modern assembly lines, there's different um, trims and different types of trucks coming down the line. And there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot variety. of variation. Variety. Yeah. So, and, I that's mean, my, and that's my they, point. How, how in the hell... Are they doing it? Well, if I'm going to have to say, like, every person has on an assembly line, this is why Ford was so famous, was he made uh, people have specific jobs. So instead of just building a full-on car, he said, why doesn't one person put in the engine while the next person puts in this part or, like, the front or something? So... I mean, if they keep doing it every day of the week, and I mean, they just switch the cars every once in a while, it's probably not that different from what they were doing before. So I found this uh, article on American Craft Beer, and it's the top 10 jobs you should avoid while drinking. They say some jobs actually have a higher percentage of heavy drinkers and higher mortality rates from alcohol consumptions. And there's a study done by Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, SAM HSA, and um, they said you need to avoid these jobs like the plague because they actually could lead to high mortality. Number 10 is sales salesmen. Over 10% of salespeople admit to heavy drinking. Number nine is assembly line production. So it's not even, it's, it's in the top 10, but it's not number one. Um, and it says it's because the jobs are mind-numbing and the, and the work seldom varies and the hours can be long. And the repetition is exhausting. So it, it is a known fact that assembly line workers um, drink. So that's that's See, scary. Th this is yeah, th but this is why mine works so well. I'm telling you, don't you got hold on. You don't have to be worried. This is probably they are so good at what they do from that repetitive nature. They don't even have to think about it anymore. Yeah, but I'm worried about their health. Their mortality, you know, you become an alcoholic. They're fine. <laughs> That's just their own Alcoholism alcohol. is nothing to shake a finger at, Cletus. Besides actually, like, having a high mortality rate in a car plant where people literally could get crushed because they're so intoxicated, they don't know where what's happening. So if they make a mistake and like, or something's, like, falling off the shelf or something and they get crushed. I you know, agree. I mean, they're, gonna, they're not going to notice very much about that. I, I would just say the dangers of uh, of of working on assembly line while drinking, and honestly, bartending is it. it that's why I, I clearly think an actor who just recites lines, and I, I can understand if they're in an action uh, movie and all it, of that. Still, but I'm sure still, they, 
I'm sure they they the stunt the stunt coordinator on a movie wouldn't let them perform a stunt while they were drunk. You know. I mean, uh, some prefer to not have stuntman though. So I now, I, just... I I do want to say, Ethan, you were you were talking about this earlier, and I do want to say just how to take this seriously for a moment that alcohol related deaths in the United States are are are, are a serious thing. It's an estimated eighty eight thousand people. Approximately 62,000 men and 26,000 women die from alcohol-related causes annually, making alcohol the third leading preventable cause of death in the United States. The first is tobacco, and the second is poor diet and physical inactivity, which I, I, I could use a bit of exercise myself. Well, I, I do say that is very true, but if I'm going to be honest, I mean, it's more of a—it's not that bad of a problem in America compared to every other country. I mean, oh in my, Germany, my just gosh. imagine Germany. They're just shutting off BMW plants left and right over there from them pounding down their uh, their and, giant and steins let's not, of... Let's not even go over Russia and their vodka addiction. Oof, ooh, I can imagine. Yeah, we're, having the, we're getting off topic. Um, yes, because we, we are. I'm going to have to go with mine's a lot safer mostly <coughs> because, I mean, it, the culturally, it's more culturally accepted and... You wouldn't really want to watch a movie where someone's literally acting so terribly because they were intoxicated most of the time. I mean, you still probably have to memorize lines, do stunts. You're probably also going to have to actually know, like, what to do. People are going to have to tell you to do certain things, like move your hand gestures and all that. But when you're at a bar, you're just sitting at a bar giving people drinks while talking to them. You still got to pour their drinks in us, you know, the, the right quantities and the right proportions. Yeah, but do you have to literally memorize a, like, 30-line paragraph, say it perfectly, and would you also have to do hand gestures and lots of other things, like driving a car or possibly, I don't know, jumping off buildings and stuff? It would I, th be a lot I think you guys are missing that. the point. What is the most... But you can do effectively. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Mine's more effective because there's there's no danger to it. And you could do it well drunk. And <laughs> practically no one would have a problem with it. Well, Acting, I'm telling you, you that I was, I was a bartender. And drunk bartenders are useless. They can't pour drinks. They can't talk. Especially drop dead drunk ones. That's because they're drinking like... You said he was drinking, like, a literal bottle of whiskey. Yeah, but that's what we're saying. Like, hammered. Somebody if they're dropped really in, drunk. Yeah, if they're... No, it, it just says if they're intoxicated drunk. But if they're not, like, completely hammered drunk, I mean, really. Ah. No, I mean completely gruesomely. Doesn't matter. You could be any type of drunk with the plant workers, and they still do it effectively. Doesn't matter. And, I, and I'm going to have to say... If you're, like, hammered, basically, how are you going to act? Seriously, when you're acting, how many times is someone going to have to tell you to repeat a line, I'm, do another action? I'm just going on record to say there are famer, famous actors. Here's an article. You know how I love my articles. This is the Clever.com, an article from July 29th, 2017. Articles that were drunk while they were doing it. Jennifer actors, Lawrence and Pat. Yeah, actors. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been drinking, so I'm having a hard time speaking right now. I have been um, too. So. They have 15 examples of actors that were drunk in scenes. Now, granted, some of them, they were they were drunk during hard scenes. So Jennifer Lawrence and the Passengers, Sheila Booth and Lawless, 
Margot Robbie and the Wolf of Wall Street. There, there's a good one. I was trying to find some. Daniel Radcliffe and Harry Potter. He was drinking. Interesting. What character did he play again? He, uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I was thinking. How did he? How did he get away with that? It was like he twelve. Was, no, yeah, it was, he was eighteen. Like He's talking about the sixth. The sixth movie. I, I don't have a lot of memory of the Harry Potter films, but um, I, I don't remember him seeming drunk while he was doing his little wizardry stuff and waving his wand around. Huh. And then there's um, Neve Campbell and Denise Richards and Wild Things. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Brad Pitt and Fight Club. Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. That, that's, actually, that, that's actually understandable. Great movie. Brad Pitt and, did actually look completely hammered in that movie. It, yeah, he did. You can you can tell he looked um, hammered. Something out of ordinary in the this is quoting the article here. Something out of the ordinary in the set was Brad and Edward, and that's Edward Norton, got plastered in one scene. So it looks like it's only one scene. The two bonded and got drunk. They started throwing golf balls at catering trucks. The the director saw this as being unruly, which perfectly fit Brad's character, and decided to film it. So it looks like that's just one one example. Um, oh, Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now. Yeah, I better stop there. That he he looked he looked absolutely a wreck in that whole movie. I think he actually had a heart attack in, in well, that movie. Well, see, this is this is what I'm saying. In certain movies, like literally, they they're a complete wreck. I mean, in some movies, that that's amazing. How if they were drunk doing that? Well, but here, in certain movies, they're almost completely hammered. And they looked probably terrible while they were doing it. Here is a classic film, Lawrence of Arabia. Peter O'Toole and Omar Sharif were were drinking in, in uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Um, and here it says, during one of the most iconic scenes in the movie, Omar was scared he might fall from his camel. Peter told him that he would get drunk, and so did Omar. Although they were both plastered, it resulted in Omar being upside down, hugging the camera's, camel's belly, a scene which became an iconic part of the film. So an iconic part of a classic film, one of the key actors was drunk. Because, he was, because he was he was hanging off the side of its belly because he was completely plastered. But I guess, yeah. And, all right, and all right. One of I the agree. greatest performance in history, this article is referencing, Billy Bob Thornton and Bad Santa. Oh. A, a, a Shakespearean. And he oh. was drunk in that movie. Well... Well, all right. I, I can't believe Harry Potter would be drunk during set, but uh, you'd, I mean, you'd have to be to be Harry Potter. Come on. How? Cletus, okay. you've been you've been awful quiet there. Well, it, it, we've been. Well, I, I just waiting for the final argument because I know I'll. Well, win. well, all right, all right, all right. So let's make our final arguments, I guess. Uh, right. Let's go with Cletus. All right. Well, my final argument is that. Although they are not in great health and completely stoned, completely out of their mind, they cannot even think, can't even operate anything else, they do their job to their best of their abilities, and that is fantastic, and it passes quality control, which is of the utmost standards, because they got to do all that, all that testing, each car goes through a track and all that, and they run, they run fine, and they continue to run for almost 200,000 miles. And it's amazing that they can do it like that. That's that's basically my final argument. Uh, all right, on the Fizzywig. I'm just gonna um, rest my laurels on Robert Shaw and Jaws, um, but I'm I'm just gonna say my argument is that 
operating machinery in a plant while drinking, I, I do not think is a good idea. It's not safe. I think people get get hurt. And not to mention, I know you're saying it passes quality control, but that 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 seems crazy. Um, and I've been a bartender, and I've known drunken bartenders, and they are not effective. Well, I still feel that mine is more effective because you literally have to get money from talking to your patrons because it, it matters on how much tips you get. And it would be better if you're actually gaining, like, their trust and stuff. So when you talk to them, you're the person serving their drink. So it would be best if you drink with them while serving them a drink. And it doesn't have to be, like, a complete whiskey. I mean, seriously. You can just drink a beer with them. And I, I feel that you could probably still do that effectively during while you're drunk. I mean, there's no reason not to be. There's because no reason if, not to be drunk while you're no, 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 no. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. There's there's not kind of no reason not to be drinking while you're a bartender because if you're a bartender, you probably want to get, like, tips and you want to talk to them. So you pretty much can drink with them and basically get to know them better so they can tip you more, you can be more effective, be a better bartender. That definitely I, I, was against the rules at my bar. Couldn't drink on the job. Well, compared to what you were saying about a, a guy who literally drank an entire bottle of whiskey, I would think they didn't enforce that rule very much. <laughs> they, they did not. So, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying here. So, I mean, they it wouldn't be such a, a problem because there's not much you have to do except for just watching the bar and then actually giving them drinks. Besides actually having to do lines and then working... In certain positions and acting, you can't do it. So, like, you, sometimes you got to do physical performance. What that sucks. And if you're drunk during it, it's probably going to be horrible. And another thing, I feel like Cletus is, is isn't good either because you would probably die because you you wouldn't know the difference between certain parts. You could get your hand stuck in some stuff. No, they the don't. The mortality rate they, doesn't they, sound fun. They don't. And plus, it if, if they pass out so much, and they could probably even, like, you know, just die, have a high mortality rate from all that. I, I feel like that, 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 that wouldn't be the best job for it. So, yeah, that's my final argument. All right, so I guess we'll go on the voting procedure. It's pretty simple. We can't vote for ourselves, and whoever gets the majority wins pretty much. That's it. So, I guess first we'll start off with uh, Cletus's vote. So my vote's going to have to go Fizzywig. Oof. Because uh, he told me about his bartender story, and it just truly spoke to me. <laughs> so, you're, so you're voting for me, Cletus. So you're saying that you can be a, an actor and be effective while you're drunk. Yes. <laughs> Explain why, Cletus. Why, why, why mine's worse than acting. Well, actors can do it effective because they're acting. They don't have any job to do. <laughs> but the bartenders, they have a, they have a job to do. And, and Fizzywig said that that one dude, that one fireman guy was all useless and stuff. He was so drinking an entire out. bottle of whiskey. All right, let's get on to the next. Let's get on to the next. <laughs> yeah, that's completely hammered. Yeah, the arguments are over. It's now it's all just right, All right, all right, all right. All right, well, so let's get on with Fizzywig's vote. So... I gotta be honest. I I would not want somebody making my engine while they it's were. It's not hammered. what you want. 
It's I know. What, it happens. Oh, happens. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so most effective being a bartender or most effective making engines? Well, I, I can honestly say I have seen a bartender not be effective. So I would be a hypocrite if I, if I voted for that. So I'm going to have to say, despite um, I don't want to promote alcoholism on the job, but um, I'm going to have to vote for um, a, an assembly line worker. Oof. Well, all right. So I, I, if I'm, if I'm going to have to vote here, I kind of feel like Cletus is, uh, Oh, break my heart. I'm the winner. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm never going to win a debate. I won. (laughs) I'm aware. It's a sad state of affairs. When we say it's a sad state of affairs, when we say it's effective building our, 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 our American steel. I'm the winner. That's how Americans build it. Build it. How do you think the Erie Canal was built? <laughs> uh, a lot of alcohol and a lot of dynamite. <laughs> that's a that's a good combination. And think I'm lying? Just give it a Google. All right. Well, um, to Google. state the official jobs that you can do effectively while drunk, Cletus is the winner. Oh yeah. I always win every time. All right. So um, the official tally through episode six of Gentleman Debate is Ethan with two victories, Cletus with two victories, and me with still with a big fat zero. And then we had some ties. Yeah. Well, now that we got the debate over, we are going to go to I Have a Funny Question. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um, uh, no. You drank on weekdays, yes or no? Uh, in the summer, when we went over to Timmy's house on July 1st, that would indicate yes. Yes, in other words, that, that July 1st reference to skis, went over for skis, that's brewskis, correct? And after Tobin... Sir, sir, I just need a yes or no. That brewski is right. Well, I need to explain in context. Uh, I'm not a fan of the government doing anything. But I've got to ask, why isn't the government doing anything? Maybe this ag jobs bill would help. I don't know. Like most members of Congress, I haven't read it. And now, onto the final segment of the program. I have a funny question. Well, the uh, topic for today for I Have a Funny Question is if there was any famous intoxicated person that is currently dead and you'd go back in time and visit them, who would it be? Oh, so known famous drunks, huh? People that were drunk but now dead? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, man, that's a good one. I mean, I, 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 have, I have my pick already. Yeah, why don't why don't you go first, Ethan? We'll let well, the host go first. I, I'm gonna have to go with Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson was a drunk. Oh yes, oh sir, yes he was. So so why Andrew Jackson? Um, well, let let me just give you a rundown of all the things he's done in his life. He had a drunken bar fight with a pig. <laughs> 
He literally beat the crap out of his own assassin who tried killing him. And then the 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 people around him literally had to pull him off of the guy. <laughs> Wasn't and, Andrew Jackson kind of a horrible person though? Wasn't yeah, he like a bad guy? Uh, he owned slaves and he also like basically did all of the Trail of Tears. So oh, well, <laughs> why would you want to go meet that that jerk? I wanted I've always wanted to meet him because I feel like he would be a really interesting guy. So I mean, it, seriously, like all the stuff he's done, it like I just want to meet him. Just like, have you ever had that feeling that you, you like you have, you met somebody so strange and so horrible that you kind of want to meet him just to see how he acts. <laughs> I got you. So like a train wreck, just yeah. go back and meet that, a complete that, lunatic. That, that's kind of why I wanted to go back and meet him. Interesting. I think it was, he didn't even trust his, his chairs that he, uh, I think it was no, his no, cabinet. His cabinet. Yeah. That he literally, had his own cabinet he created with a bunch of friends. They, it was called the kitchen cabinet because he always talked in the kitchen with his uh, with his friends about how to do political stuff. Yeah, but it, but that that's that's my that's my vote. Uh, what, what about uh, you, Fizzywig? Well, I uh, I found an article um, on drunkard.com, and it was the great drunkards and what they drank, and and there's um. Ernest Hemingway is on there and um, and William Faulkner and W.C. Fields. But the, the one that stood out on this list was Winston Churchill. And he said that he uh, drank he drank champagne at all meals and buckets of claret and soda in between. And um, and it was a story. I remember you you told me, Ethan, that he, when he was visiting in the White House, he actually used to walk around naked. Yeah, um, he he. They had a party at the White House with all the ambassadors, and he got so like drunk, so hammered that he walked around completely naked in front of Stalin and both <laughs> FDR, which was uh, which was interesting. Yeah, I mean, so in, well, first of all, Winston Churchill would just be a, a a great historical figure to meet. I mean, his his uh, he's a really interesting guy. He was really smart, but he's also yep. completely insane. Yeah, and his role in history was extremely important. And uh, there's one little funny story that I read here, and it says, while visiting King Ibn Saad of Saudi Arabia, Winston was informed he could neither smoke nor drink for religious reasons during a banquet thrown in his honor. Winston wasn't having any of this. He informed the monarch that my religion prescribed an absolute sacred ritual of smoking cigars and drinking alcohol before, after, and if need be, during all meals and the intervals between them. So <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely bully Winston Churchill. Yes, or that might have been uh, Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt. But I'm going to go with Winston Churchill. All right. So what about you, Cletus? Uh, well, I don't know any famous people that were drunks. So I was going to pick Winston Churchill as well. So who says we can't double up? Winston uh, Churchill. No, no, Cletus, you got, you're gonna pick Winston Churchill too. Yeah, yep. You're a you're a drunken. He dead was on guys. my list, but then I thought about Andrew Jackson because I think at one point Andrew Jackson got so drunk that he literally. Uh, no, no, I remember now. It was the inaugural dress party. After he got inaugurated, he made his inaugural dress, and it was so bad. The crowd was so bad because he he let him into the White House. And they all started partying in the White House. And he got so hammered that the entire White House was basically trashed after it. And they found him, like, laying naked 
on like uh, I think the grass in the morning at some point. Now wait a minute, I've I've lost track of who you're talking about here. Is this Andrew, Andrew Jackson? Jackson. Oh, yes. okay. Because yeah. I, I thought Winston Churchill was naked at the White House too. Yeah, so I, this I is see. this one. So, this one was also true. So Cletus, you're picking Winston Churchill too. Yep. Do you know what you are, Cletus? You're a drunken dead guy stealer. You stole my drunken dead guy. How dare you? Ah, huh. I'll be <laughs> damned. <laughs> well, any, anyway, um, I guess I guess mostly like I I still absolutely love Winston Churchill. Imagine meeting Winston Churchill. I mean, in a normal conversation when he's not drunk, he'll probably like be acting really smart. Well, but then when he is drunk, he is completely insane. But it sounds like, like I mean, he was off the of rocker. It sounds like he was drunk all the time. So there we go. There isn't a very effective person that was drunk. And he was the prime minister of England through one of the hardest times in U.S. history. Or some, US history. some of the time, but mostly he drank because he he have, was so nervous because of the war effort. Yeah. So one of the, yeah. hard, one of the, one of the hardest times in uh, European history. Yeah, because he, he, he uh, I think the reason he drank so much was because he was so nervous that the only way he found out, like, he could possibly not be a nervous wreck or, like, mumble when he spoke was basically to drink. Wow. Yeah. So, Cletus, um, you've been very quiet. What? So, why did you pick Winston Churchill? Well, he just seems like one of them guys you got to meet. He seems like a nice guy to have a pint with on Saturday night. <laughs> Well, I, I, I still, I, I would love to meet Winston Churchill. But I still feel Andrew Jackson would be better because, like, if you're walking down the street and then you saw Andrew Jackson literally running around completely drunk and hammered, while he's at his inaugural dress, basically, they partied so much because I think it was like one of the first Democrat victories. But anyway, it was he like won the uh, presidency and then. He ran around on the street um, completely drunk before his inaugural dress. Then he did his inaugural dress completely drunk. Then he went inside of the White House and then completely messed up the place. So I, I always felt like that that was a very interesting point in uh, American history. Well, I, I guess this basically concludes our debate for today. If you want to contact us at, like, the Twatters and stuff, <laughs> we've got Twatter. Just just Google Twatter and see what comes up. What comes up? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, the antisocial network, Twatter. I don't know if Twatter would... Uh, Twatter, I will probably get the explicit tag if you use Twatter. It's fine. <laughs> okay, never mind, fine. If you, if you would like to contact us, we got, we got a Twitter. It's hashtag gentleman debate. Also, we have a Gmail if you have any suggestions, if you uh, if you guys want to send us like ideas or topics you can suggest, uh, you can send it at gentlemandebate at gmail.com. And if you guys have any other suggestions, I think, did we just set up the Instagram account or? Um, we're still working on Instagram. Okay, so yeah, um, we're, still, we're still working I, on Instagram. And I got a, just a quick story about Instagram. We somehow set it up wonky. And literally, we've got an email from Instagram that we have to take a picture of ourselves holding it up. I think we have to hold our page name next to it and send it to Instagram. So, Instagram, you're weird. Yeah, yeah. It's probably that, – that's that's about right. But uh, we have a Facebook account, too. If you guys want to decide who actually won the debate, you can 
suggest in the comments who actually should have won. If you guys comment enough, you could basically change the outcome of who actually won the debate. You can Ooh. debate in the comments if you want. I, we, we don't really mind. And plus, please rate us on uh, our social media networks as well. You can rate us on iTunes, too. That would be nice. Yeah, so I think that's pretty much it for today. Uh, any last words, guys? No, I think today was an interesting debate. Um, I think alcohol is a serious problem, so um, you know we didn't want to make light of it. But um, it is interesting um, how many people actually, I think, drink on jobs. It's actually scary. But um, everybody have a good week, and I'll see you all next time. Fizzy Wig out. What about you, Cletus? Just saying, don't don't put these plant workers down. Them guys do quality work. Don't let the then, robots take over their jobs. Don't let the robots take over. These guys deserve a lot more credit than they than they get. A lot more money than they get paid. Well, uh, fizzy wig out, out or whatever. Please, <laughs> you mean? You're, I'm fizzy wig. Or oh, sorry, Cletus. Cletus out. Yes, Cletus that's your name, Cletus. Cletus. <laughs> I, I guess this. Uh, I guess this basically concludes the debate. I guess we'll see you guys next week. Uh, please rate us, please. Please, yes. please do that. Give us a rating on iTunes. We'd please. Love it. Um, I guess we'll see you guys later. Today's music was brought to you by musicians of Marlboro, like the cigarette company. And you can find them on freemusicarchive.org. Org stands for organization. Just, want, just to let you guys know. Don, Don. <laughs> I, I sang it perfectly well. You, that, Why did I, I stop I, recording? This is blooper gold here. That's not how it goes. Just, it, it's, it's further up in the song, Cletus. You can have it all. Bum, bum, dum. My empire dirt. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I, I prefer the Johnny Cash version, which is really depressing and sad. Speaking of drinking on the job.